When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, welcome to the Tag Republic podcast. The following episode is an audio recording from a live broadcast we did on our Facebook page. During the chat, you will hear questions from the audience and even shout outs we give to the people that attended. If you want to be a part of the live broadcast, please make sure you follow us on Facebook so you don't miss a thing. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. So we have Ben Harley with all of us. He is from Ohio. Am I saying this correctly? Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Buckeyes. He, <laughs> he's an amazing photographer, also a very enthusiastic uh, uh, educator, which I really like. You have a lot of energy on your videos. I think that's great. And today you are a friend of the Talk Republic, and we're going to be chatting about bridal shows, the secrets about bridal shows, and how you book $70,000 out of one bridal show. So. Mm. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm a big fan. So what about while we wait for people to join us, you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what do you do? Oh, my word. So my name is Ben Hartley. I'm the host of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Um, I, uh, we run a wedding photography studio here in Columbus, Ohio. There are four of us, so it's not just myself. Um, my wife and I started the company in 2012, and we've just kind of been growing since then. And um, so there's four of us here. It's called Style and Story. Check us out over on the Instas, Style and Story. Um, I got two... Uh, well, I got three kids overall, but I got twin boys, right? So let's start with that. I got twin boys. They're a year and a half old, beautiful little girl. Uh, she's four. Um, yeah, that's it. It's kicking it. What? Having a good time. You your hands full. Twins, a big business, a podcast, the videos on YouTube. You do it all. Right. I'm trying. Yeah, the YouTube channel has been a lot of fun. Liam Good is in the chat. Liam, I love that guy. Good to see you. I mean, look, look at this. We can't even pop him up here. What's up, Liam? How you doing? <laughs> Arlene Jacobs. Hi, Arlene. How are you? A bunch of people were really excited about talking to you. And the way this came up about is like I asked on the Talk Republic. I'm like, hey, guys, who do you want me to interview? And a lot of people mentioned your name. So I was like, yeah, yeah I've seen his videos. I like his energy. Let's do this. Let's do it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Awesome. So what kind of, I mean, you said that you work in wedding photography. Is that yep. mostly what you do? Or you also photograph families, commercial? What else do you do? No, we want to be the best of the best at one thing, do it incredibly well. And for the sake of the brand, we've dedicated it to wedding photography solely. And so we just do weddings and engagements. Um, outside of that, uh, we um, help 
uh, train other photographers to do the same for themselves, right? So um, uh, we host the podcast. Actually, this week on Sunday, 20 photographers are flying in from around the country to stay with me for four days uh, and to learn everything that we do. Uh, it's called Abundance, Maximizing Joy, Meaning Profits. And so we got the Abundance Workshop coming up here. Um, and then we do dabble a little bit here in uh, commercial video production, right? So um, yeah, so we've got a couple commercial video clients and just it mixes stuff up just enough uh, and gets us kind of kind of creatively outside of our comfort zone with weddings. And so it's a good time. That is super cool. You need to let me know about this workshop because I'm sure that's something that more people want to know about. I had no idea that you hosted workshops. Yeah. So that's always great to know. Yeah, yeah. It's our fourth year doing it. Um, and uh, yeah, we, it sells out every year. So we got a wait list for next year if you guys want to check it out. Uh, so wait list is up, um, but it's it's a good time. It's intense. Like it is, <laughs> it's like 13, 14 hour days. Like no joke. Like we, like if you're going to dedicate and like commit to coming out, to Ohio for four days, like I'm going to commit to like be there and be present for the whole thing. So you're with me for like 14 hours a day. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a doozy. It sounds like a lot of fun and a lot of information. That's yes, what it sounds it like. Is. <laughs> Karen, you are not late to the party, Karen. I like Sorry, that. I'm really like, I'm, I'm engaged. I know the podcast is also going to be getting this later, but I'm engaging with the live studio audience. Here. I like this. I like that you are a pro are doing this. Clearly, I mean, look at your setup and I'm just here like, <laughs> yeah, sure, let's talk about it. <laughs> so Ben, when you, when I asked you what topic you wanted to share, you said, you know, you talk about the bridal show and I was very excited, as I said, because I am a bridal show hater just because of the stereotypes. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of sorry to admit this because I actually have never done any research. I really have no, no, no reason why not to like a bridal workshop other than the stereotype that I have in my head, which sure. is bad for business because that's the first thing that you should know. Like if you see something, you should do your research before yep. liking or disliking, right? So sure. I'm very excited that you can break this down for all of us and we can all get a new perspective on this kind of business. So first of all, tell us what is a bridal show? Let's start at the very basic of it. Yeah, look, and they go by different names like bridal show, bridal expo, bridal fair. It's essentially a giant room often held at like a convention center or like a hotel. And it's always like the worst space and it packs in all the vendors who are willing to pay anywhere from 500 to a few thousand bucks to set up a table or a booth. Um, and then uh, it's, it's your opportunity. You guys all know, like, yeah, you've seen this. And then all the brides come through and they maybe they come in for free or they pay five to 10 bucks to come to the bridal, bridal fair and, uh, and go take a look at essentially the sampling of vendors who've, who've, who've got a service to offer. Right. And so, um, so that's what, that's generally kind of what it is. All right. So yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> so you are there pretty much with a, a thousand photographers. No, no, not a chance. I'm, no, I'm exaggerating. What I would say, and this is like one of the biggest ones in Columbus would probably have maybe, maybe 10 to 20 photographers max. And that's our biggest bridal show. Normally I would say probably five to 10 is what you could expect, you know, um, other, other photographers in terms of like competition, right. Um, other photographers, you know, but I want to rewind for a second because like sure. what you said, you were like, look, I believe that like bridal shows are a waste of time, that they're for budget brides, that they're for beginner photographers. I that, like, said not, that read my mind. So yes. <laughs> yes. That they don't have your ideal client there. And you said like, you know, you should have done your research, but it's not just about doing your research because a lot of people would say it's from their experience. 
right? Okay. So cool. I think I think a lot of people would hear this and be like, yeah, that's all true because I've done it. I've not, not only did I do the research, I showed up, I went to a bridal fair and that's what I experienced. I experienced it to be for beginner photographers, budget brides. I experienced it to be a waste of time. I experienced it to be an uh, a, a area that wasn't going to attract my ideal client. And, and yes, while you had that experience, I think the conclusion that you need to reconsider is this. Could something else be true? Could it actually be that you just did the whole darn thing wrong? Could That's we? what I want to suggest is that there is a right way to do a bridal show that actually, uh, when you do it the right way, can have incredible results. Because I got to relate. Like I, I had the exact same experience, right? When I very first started the, when we first started off, my wife and I, 2012, we did a couple bridal shows. And honestly, like it's all that we needed to do to kind of like take off. Like we did a couple shows and we booked like maybe 13 weddings from each one. But like back then, we had just started and we were dirt cheap, right? Like 500, 750 bucks, like a thousand bucks. Wedding. It was like, you know, this was 2012, bottom of the barrel. Um, and, and, and that was it. And so, you know, a couple years later now, 2014, we decided to do another bridal show right? And by this time, now we're starting out at 4k. Okay. So okay. we're in a bigger city. We're starting at $4,000. Average bookings probably seven to eight. And we are, uh, we do another show and it was a complete waste of time. I left that thing being salty. Like I'm never going to do a bridal show ever again. Like that was, that was lame. Nothing came of it. Not a single bride, all crickets. Like we were, you know, we just kind of like buried the hedge. We we're like, well, you know, it is not, our deal client is not there and we didn't do it again. Uh, until. What changed? I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Well, it was 2016 or 2017. You know, like I, 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 we, we started thinking about some other ways cause we were growing and, and, and we, I actually asked myself the question, like, could it be that I just sucked? Could that be true? And there's actually a proper way to do this whole bridal show thing. And so we started testing, we started testing okay. all these different ideas and all these different ways to execute um, bridal shows. And, um, and we just kind of turned the whole script and, and did it a completely different uh, from what we had done in the past and just came out like just on just screaming on top. So now we, you know, we do about, do about five, five to six bridal shows a year. And I, and I'm going to list some numbers for you guys because this is important not to toot my horn, but to understand the numbers that we're, you know, we are, are shooting about 80 to a hundred weddings. We're okay. in that seven K average initial price point. Um, and then on top of it, in-person sales afterwards. And so they're valuing print with about, you know, about a $2,000 average of IPS post-wedding as well. And so I, I only say that because like, that's not budget bride. That's not people who don't value photography. That's not people who don't value print. It's certainly not, um, not our ideal client. Like there, there's people who are there. So um, that's just kind of just set the stage. Uh, I just think that most photographers, we just don't, we don't do it right. And I think you got to own that. Like just don't do it right. Anyhow. What happened to me? Can you still hear me? Me? Absolutely. God dang it. If people can still see me, please say something. I can see you and I can hear you. But I am looking at the screen and it looks black. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm here. Well, I'm still here. I'm still can hanging you? out with your, with your chat. Alrighty. Okay, so I think we're back, hopefully. I'm so sorry. This is completely out of my control what's happening here with this program. Hopefully, it's fine. 
Okay, so they say that they can hear us and see us. We're good. We're back at it. So, okay, so that's super interesting. So you're, you're booking these brides that are not budget brides in any situation. But are you still going to the same bridal show that years later you sucked at it? Sucked in air quotes, I say. Sure. And I think that's the first thing is you actually have to weigh the bridal shows, right? So there are certain ones that are going to be better than others. Now, that being said, you may be surprised, actually, some of the smaller shows, there's there's some really great things about them still, right? So like a smaller show means lower competition. It means lower, you know, a, a cost to get in. Um and and you can still like more or less clean up. You can still do great work there. Um, but I ideally, the ideal scenario for me for a bridal show is one that is two days long, that is going to be a larger draw, right? And it is going to cost a lot more. And I really like the two day long bridal shows because uh, for a couple of reasons. One is when they're two days long and it's a giant show, the marketing for that show, they're going to go, they're going to go to town. They're going to be marketing that thing so hard. Uh, and so it's going to have a, a great turnout on it, but also, um, sometimes, and this is true. Most battle shows are going to be in off seasons, right? So the best yes. be in, uh, your January, February, March kind of time frame, right? Well, remember that if you're in the Midwest, if you're in South Florida, that is prime season for us. We're so busy right now. It's crazy. Ohio, right. Um, so that'd be true for me. Um, but what I want to get at is that in Ohio, the weather's really terrible then. And so I like a two-day show because it does give you uh, an opportunity to kind of uh, have both days. Like, for example, there's one that we, it's the, big, the biggest one in Columbus, and it's in January. And the first day uh, this last year, was, was it was a massive snowstorm. And so, like, no one really came out. I mean, some people came out. But it was really nice to have that second day that then – everybody came back out to you, eh? Cause they were like stuck inside all day. They were like stir crazy, but then everyone came out on the second day. If it was just a one day show, it could have been, you know, like kind of a bummer. Um, so I really like uh, a two day long show. I saw in the questions uh, on the Facebook live that somebody was asking for, if you're looking to book higher end bride, yes. you should consider a bridal show that is free for the brides. And I really do recommend that the couple actually have some stake in the game, that they actually pay to get in. It's not, it's not a given, it's not an absolute necessary, but for me, that is something that I'm looking for. I'm looking for a two-day show. I'm looking for one that the bride has to pay in. Now, anywhere from $5. I think that you know when you have to pay, even if it's, as you say, $10, $15, it makes like a little bit of a commitment. You're like, okay, I'm going to have to show up because I don't want to waste you know, 30 50 bucks on this. Yes. You'll get people that um, that are actually going to go up to each booth and they're going to make sure that they're committed to it, that they're going to go through the process, even if they get tired and they don't want to do it, like they're, they're going to fulfill it. Free shows tend to result in people less of like not, um, it's, it's less about the, uh, the draw of a budget bride and it's more about they're just not fully engaged and they, they just kind of like skip over stuff, right? Hmm. Okay, so let's break this down. I like to, you know, have things very organized. So what is a good bridal show? So for you, it has to be at least two days, you know, because if you live in a place that has bad weather, at least you have a backup for it. What else are you looking when you are booking these bridal shows? What other okay. things? So I'm going to do a couple of things. First off, um, I'm going to uh, contact the host of the bridal show, right? Okay. And I'm going to begin to ask some questions. Um, I, I need to understand, uh, like, what are the numbers? And then make sure that you actually ask for the real numbers. Because when you call and you say, hey, what are the numbers? How many people showed up? And they're going to say, you know, it was, it was like, uh, you know, uh, 10,000 people came through the bridal show. 8,000 people came through the bridal show. And you got to say, no, no, no. 
know how many brides actually were there because usually there's an entourage, right? It's like the bride will come. And so at the very least that number needs to get cut in half. So if they, cause they want to inflate the numbers cause they want to sell you on it. They want you to come. Right. And so ask how many brides actually came. If they won't tell you the number, they're like, Oh, we don't have that information at the bare minimum. You need to divide the number by two. Right. And have an understanding that that's actually however many came. I really like to have, you know, again, an ideal show, a big show, two day show, a thousand brides that are coming through. I'm going to keep saying the word bride. Can we just acknowledge the fact that I'm going to use that term kind of interchangeably as like someone who's getting married? It could be a groom. It could be a bride. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, cool. The next thing is you need to uh, take a look and ask for the list of last year's vendors. Okay. Which will be readily available. Again, they want to, they want you to to come. And so, yeah, let me show you who came last year. And then you need to contact last year's competition. And what I mean is this, the photographers who are on there, you should contact them and ask. Like, and hopefully you've got good rapport and good standing in your community where you can actually ask them and be like, yo, like, you know, I got a buddy, Seth, he's here in Columbus. I can actually ask Seth, Seth, was this like, tell me about it. Was this good for you? What was your experience? And start asking other uh, vendors their experience of do the you show. Think, do you think that, because I have friends in the community where we are very honest, but let's say that there's people that I really don't know. Do you think that people are really honest about this? Because they could be like, oh, I book all these rights and I don't want to tell you about it. Like, I uh, I, so I've got a rule in life and my rule in life is this. I believe the best in people. Okay. It's just like, I I'd rather live my life choosing to believe the best in the person who's in front of me than always second guessing. But like, are they really just bullshitting me? Mm, like, I, I, I just don't want to live my life that way. And so I get what you're saying, but I'm like, yeah, sure. They could like, Good. Could. No, but I, I like that idea that you give people, you know, then, you know, like, yeah, you're trusting them. Yeah. And, and like, again, this goes back to like reports. Like, are you, are you like, do you, like, are you giving more than you're taking? Are you actually have community? Do you have friends? Do you have people in the industry and in, and in your local base that like, that they actually respect you, you know? And if you don't, that's probably a bigger problem than the bridal show. But know? let's go back to like the first bridal show that you did where you thought that it was not for you, right? Yeah. It could happen like you, again, you're trying to contact vendors to see if they did well, but it could be also like they, I don't know, like they didn't plan well, that they had no result. Because sometimes I think like sometimes you just have to buy the bullet and try it for yourself. So I think the biggest thing that will get you in trouble, and this is what happened to me, is arrogance, not having a follow-up plan and not being properly staffed. Okay. Uh, when I say arrogance, I mean like you go into it with a bad attitude. You go into it thinking like, shit, this is my Sunday. Great. Like I could be home right now. Instead, I got to deal with all these efforts. Like, and you go in with this attitude of like, oh, bridal show, I bet this is going to be a waste of my time. Or you go in just looking around being like, yep, no one's here. And so that's what I mean. Right. Or like you act like you're too good for it. Or I'm just going to, you know, like, hey, people can come to me. Like, I know I've got this, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like that attitude. Okay. That'll completely screw you. The second one that'll screw you is if you go in understaffed. You know, so many photographers. It's- hold on, before we go there, because I know there's so many information that I just want to make sure that we cover. So, okay, so we'll get back. You contact the vendors. They tell you, yes, it was great. What's the next step you take before you book? And okay. then we'll move into like after booking. Next step is you, you need to see a map of the space. Okay. You need to actually know what is the actual flow because you need to choose a booth and there are good booths to choose and there are bad booths to choose. All right. So you need to actually choose a location um, uh, to, to decide. And then you need to decide, you need to see how much, how much uh, 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 choice do you have? Like some bridal shows, like they'll just put you somewhere unless you actually ask, right? And so you need okay. to make sure you need to find the location um, and and uh, and set that aside. So yeah, you need to see a map of the location to see like what you're getting yourself into. Um, and then even ask 
This is where when you when you go to contact past couples and even the host of the venue, ask them about the flow of the space. Would you go to a different? Would you would you change a booth? How was this area? Was the corner okay? Um, do you know what I mean? Like you can ask those questions, uh, and 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 that'll actually help to sway sway. The other thing too is ask like ask the past competition. And when I say competition too. Maybe you're just reaching out to a pat like another vendor. Maybe it's not competition. Maybe it's a florist, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is there any like interesting quirk about this venue that I should know about, or any interesting quirk about like the person who's hosting it, the planner that I should kind of be aware of going into this? Because they may tell you some little like side information that really is helpful. Like you know what? Make sure you bring your own carpet because carpets that they supply are garbage, and they're going to ask you if you want one, and it's going to be a hundred bucks. And if you get it, you'll be disappointed. And mm. so bring your own uh, flooring or your own carpet, right? Things like that. Like ask, like, is there anything about this that I should be aware of? Awesome. Okay. So I mean, tons of information. Great. So now we found the bridal show that we like, that we think it's going to be really good for us. We book it. I know this is going to be, I mean, this is just a general question, but to get an idea, I know every different, every seat is going to be different and every bridal show is going to be different, but what is the average that something like this cost just for the booking? Yeah, I would say uh, 500 to 1500 bucks. Okay. That's going to be my, that's my dart at the board. That's maybe in the Midwest. That's me saying like, yeah, probably 500 to 1500. It could be a couple K. Um, I'm sure if you're booking something in New York, in New York, it's going to be 7,000. Yeah, it's probably going to be three to 5,000 yes. is my All guess. Right. So you know, that's an idea. it's not something that's going to be a hundred bucks. Is that nope. what I'm, okay. Awesome. So we booked that. And the next step is like, okay, what now? What do you bring to a bridal show? Well, let's rewind because we're not there yet. So before you book it, you need to make sure that your calendar is cleared for at least one full week to two weeks post bridal show. Okay. You need to completely block off your calendar because you can do everything right at the bridal show, but that is only half the battle. The other half of the battle is that you have to have a follow-up strategy in place. And if you do not have a follow-up strategy in place and the time and the ability to execute it, you will not get anything from it. Okay. So so smart. Yes. So just like block it off. No engagement sessions, no meetings, no nothing. That entire week is blocked off minimum a week. Awesome. So we got that. What's the Next, next step? Next step is, um, I would also uh, contact everyone that, because you can see the current list of who's attending. Okay. Right? So they'll also show you the current list of who's attending the show and go through that list and see anyone who you've worked with in the past, right? Anyone who you have a relationship with. Um, and as, as a goal, you should actually try to partner up with uh, as many other vendors who are going to it as you can, right? And so when I say partner up with them, it could look like, um, like for example, we always will try to be catty corner or across from or right next to another vendor that we like and can support and we'll keep passing people to each other, right? Or we'll partner with a florist and so she'll be across from us and our booth will have all of her floral in it uh, to, to beautify it. We'll partner with a staging company and our booth will have all of their couches and all of their props in our booth that every time we get a compliment, we say, yep, right there, these guys, that's who did everything. The floral oh, right there. Yeah. That's Amy right there. Uh, right. And so you create this and guess who's going to be showing all of your work. Them. Mm-hmm. I'm I hope so. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so this isn't necessarily before you book it. You can absolutely book it, but this is a critical step of actually creating a, a uh, like a, a, 
a, a like a dream team of vendors who you're all partnering with each other at that bridal show. It's kind of like you're in cahoots with each other, right? It's like you're all you all got each other's back. Okay. But that's good because you're covering like as much people as you can and you yes. get other people talking about you and that is always so great in people's minds right you're like oh somebody else is giving me kind of like a review about them or talking about them so they must be really really good yep which is when, exactly when, what you're, you want. when your work is seen at five other booths at the place it, it does get noticed you know it does i'm sure so arlene says she says talk about the staffing again you kind of skip over it how many people do you actually need at a bridal show yeah, it's a great question. Um, and it was someone that I was going to make sure that we get to. So Arlene, I appreciate you asking. Now, we have um, the, the absolute, absolute bare minimum at a small show. I'm talking a small ass show <laughs> is, is two people. Small show, right? Uh, typically, we have four to five people at uh, our larger bridal shows, right? You don't want well, people coming up to your booth and not being taken care of. That's something that you yes, want to ask. My goal is that there is not a single person who walks by our booth that we did not engage with in, in, in our way. And I'll talk about the way that you engage with people, but that, that we did not at least speak to, right? And so if you have two people, only two people, or it's just you and you're talking to someone, there's people who are just walking by. And when you're spending $500 to $1,000, $1,500 at this thing, and you're dedicating your time, your Sunday to this, like you've got to maximize it, right? You want to make sure that, in, that money goes a long way. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And so as you're asking yourself this question, what if you don't have a team of four people? That's fine. So, and the, the goal is this, they don't have to be photographers. They don't have to be people who can answer questions. My favorite people to ask to come as support are past couples. Oh, right? that's great. It's my absolute favorite thing to do. And they don't, ha and you need to let them all completely off the hook. They don't have to sell. They don't have to do anything. All they need to do is be a little placeholder. And we'll get to this whole thing because you need to, we almost need to rewind and talk about like, what is the goal of the bridal show? Because can I tell you something? The tell goal is not to book brides. I am not booking a single bride at the bridal show. That is you not my goal. Okay? That's what you're doing. Say that again exposure really uh no i i do have much more specific goals um exposure is not really one it's uh, you oh, know it's okay. a part of it but i there's there are goals it's just booking the bride is not the goal okay, and when you understand that it, it lets people off the hook who are helping you because they're not trying to book people they're not trying to answer questions all they're saying is this as somebody who walks by this is the line you need to know hi have you found your wedding photographer yet no not yet <laughs> really that is the only thing hey have you found your wedding photographer yet Hey, have you found your wedding photographer yet? Hi, have you found your wedding photographer yet? And when they say yes, you say, son of a bitch. <laughs> I have a good one, right? <laughs> I look like, like I just, I do sometimes. I'd be like, dang it, you're really cute. All right, good job. <laughs> um, but when they say no, you're like, oh, cool. Let me here, come in. Let me show you some work. Hi, I'm Jack. Uh, I actually hired these guys, uh, but let me show you some work. And that's all they need to do. And they become a, a, like an on deck. Like they just hold that person there while you're doing your objective. They're holding the person on deck and letting them see albums or work until they can come to you. So if you, if you're understaffed, you don't have people, um, who can fully sell, uh, uh, your service. They don't really know enough about answering those questions. That's all they got to do. That is, that is a great tip. I never thought about it. That is amazing. So, okay, so you have, so what do you have at the booth? You have, of course, albums. You need to have albums. What else do you need to have there? You don't need to have albums. Oh, oh okay. It's cool if you do, but I, I actually know don't. know nothing about this. <laughs> Say that again? 
I say clearly I know nothing about no, it. No, no, no. I think the word need is 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 tricky. Like I um so you want to talk about the booth setup? Is that where we're going? So so I think that photographers get this idea that like the booth has to be this thing where they're bringing in like a barn door that they're like hanging all their prints on and they've got like a leather couch with and like this glass like centerpiece. Like like I think like I see these, I see it all the time. I see photographers coming in and they're like literally like moving in scaffolding. They're like bringing in like all this flooring and this whole setup and you can do that. And I never will or have, <laughs> like I, I don't do it. I'm um, mind blown right now. Now I really want to know what do you bring? So here's let let's kind of think, you need to reverse engineer this whole thing, okay. right? Because for the for the person who's attending a bridal show, it is it, it's so overwhelming, right? It's so overwhelming. They're looking at they have have information overload everywhere they go is just so much junk. And on top of it, it's all like sales, sales, marketing, buy now, get entered, they get this thing. And then on, and then you get to the photographers and these photographers have, it's almost like they, they're like, I don't know what to show. And it reminds me of like a portfolio online. It's like, maybe, you know what? They didn't like the first 30 pictures. Maybe they'll like these next 70, you know? And so we got a portfolio in our online gallery of a hundred, you know, 500 pictures. Now I'm going off on a rant, but they do the same thing at a bridal show where they're just like, I'm just going to hang I'm going to hang like, like six canvases here. And then I'm going to do a ton of four by seven. And then I'll do these frames here. And it's just work everywhere. And it's a cluster F and it's so busy and, and people don't know where to look and all the pictures, you know, they're like little eight by tens. And I say little eight by tens because that's small. It's like, um, yeah, for a wall, for put that on a wall. That's small. Yes. Uh, and so you, you've got to give people a place for their eye and their, uh, to rest. Like they just need a place to rest. And uh, so for us, we typically will have one to three pictures. Okay. One to three photographs. How big are these photos? The first one's nine feet long. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's it. That's all I need. <laughs> so and it's the, dope it's the dopest. It's the most sickest shot ever. But it's not just dope and it's not just sick. It's branded. And, and there's, there's a really important factor about the image that you have because you need to be remembered. People need to remember you. And so uh, there's a couple of key components about it. One is it has to be incredibly branded and it has to be incredibly uh, uh, likable um, for, for like, you know, re receptive, right? Okay. I can't really exclude unless you're trying to for your brand. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not necessarily going to do a shot. We do a lot of Indian weddings. And when we do an Indian bridal show, that nine foot banner is going to be an Indian photograph. But when we're just doing a standard regular bridal show, could have anybody coming through. I'm not necessarily going to have an Indian couple in that photograph. Right. And so I'm thinking a little yeah. bit more general for my brand that still is elegant. That still is high end. Um, but it's one photograph. Uh, and that photograph is also going to be, and this is really important, it's it's going to be a branded image, which means that when they go to Facebook and they find us there, it's also our cover photograph. And in the handout that I give them, that I'm going to give them a handout that's going to really get them curious about who we are, that handout has two things on it. On one side of it, it has that same photograph. Okay, awesome. does that make sense? Of course, yeah. On the back side of it, it has a great headline that 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 pokes at curiosity that says, "See why we are uh, Ohio's number one wedding photographer." Definitely, and then it just, that website. Say that again. 
Like after reading that line, I want to definitely you go, to go to the website. website. And then it just yeah. has a link to our website. That's the only thing it has. Now, this also ties in to the follow-up that we're probably not even going to get to today. But the follow-up yeah. is this, the follow-up. Guess what's happening in that follow-up? I'm sending them a photograph in that follow-up. And guess which picture it is? The same one that you've been using. The same one, because you need the continuity. They need to remember who you are. They need to cycle you through. They need to filter you through all the BS of what they saw. And they will remember it. They're going to be like, of course I remember you. Of course. Brilliant. You need to connect the dots for people, okay? That's um, mind blown. Like, you are really breaking down all the stereotypes and, like, the bad perception that I had about bridal shows or how to do them. Because in my mind, the, the concept that I have is, like, people show up with 15 canvases, 125 prints, 25 albums is like a gigantic thing that is overwhelming. Yep. Yep. It's, it's not. So let's keep talking about the booth yes. um, for a minute. So we've got, we've got our huge banner. Okay. Uh, you could get that banner. I think it's um cheap, cheap canvas, cheap banners.com or something like that. You could just get like a, it was like a hundred bucks. Honestly, it's just like a canvas banner. Uh, if you want to go higher end than that, you're going to do a lot more bridal shows. Bay photo has these prints called exposers that um, are really elegant. They're very lightweight, very transportable. They can't go up to nine feet. I think they go up to seven feet or eight feet. Um, but they're also, it's beautiful, a lot more expensive. But that's how you could get that, right? And then from there, we keep things very minimal, but also elegant. And so we always bring with us a wood floor. And mm -hmm. that wood floor costs us about um, $35. Uh, and where, what you're going to do is we just go over to like Home Depot or Lowe's or, or, you know, whatever your hardware store is. And they have those linoleum rolls of floors, the wood floors. Well, skip those. And then they usually will have a discount rack because what happens is when the linoleum gets to the bottom where it's about 10 feet or under, they just throw it into a discount bin because most people who are buying linoleum floors need a lot more than a 10 foot by 10 foot space, correct? Mm -hmm. So they just usually throw those scraps <clears throat> into, a, into a discount. And they're usually about 25 bucks for like a 10 foot by okay. 10 foot area. All right. And so you can grab that for 25 bucks and just roll it a nice wood clean floor. So now you've gotten, you, you're kind of, again, you're trying to create a place for the eye to rest that is elegant, that is, that, that's clean. And so now from here, the rest of your space, the first thing that your goal should be would be to partner with a planner, a florist, or, and a staging company to so have all of their you. stuff in it. So you're not renting or buying or, or whatever it is. It's full of their beautiful things. Now, I like to do, uh, I like to have kind of uh, three, three elements, okay? Mm -hmm. The first element is uh, a beautiful piece of, of furnishing, right? And so some sort of couch. Mm -hmm. But there's a rule. You will never sit on that couch. I don't okay. care if it's a four-day long bridal show. You will never sit on that couch. It is solely there for brand. It is solely there for elegance. It is solely there for aesthetics. Okay. What if somebody else sits on the couch? Is that okay? Or that's not allowed? That's totally fine. <laughs> anybody else can sit on that couch, but you better not sit on the couch. And anybody who's working that bridal show with you better not sit on that couch. Okay. Right? You don't sit down. Okay. Awesome. So then let's acknowledge this. You will not have a lame four by six table with a tablecloth on it and two chairs that you're going to sit on. If you dare do that, like you just, just, just give somebody $500 and go sleep away your Sunday. If you want, like that is the last thing to do. So, um, so, uh, we've got a couch. Um, I do like to have, um, some sort of, uh, you know, um, Oh, what is a coffee table kind of thing okay. uh, that I do, you know, you can put albums on it. You can just put, you know, whatever you can put your cards on it. You're not going to put candy on it. Okay. <laughs> Don't put candy on it. You're not a realtor. 
uh, trying to attract kiddos, like don't put candy on it. Um, and then the other thing is the, and this is the last, and this is important, uh, for us, at least I really am a fan of symmetry okay? okay, because the eye needs a place to rest. Photographers think visually when you see something that is a clean photograph, beautiful composition, clean symmetry, you see it and it immediately becomes pleasing to the eye. This is not untrue with your booth. Think about symmetry with your booth, clean, minimal pattern recognition. Okay, is this making sense? Because it, it will actually translate to a higher quality of your work. When you show that aesthetic in your booth, it translates there. And so I just like to have two pillars on either side. So again, center set, nine foot banner, center set couch, center set coffee table, wood floor, pillar, pillar. Love okay? it. Those and what, what's on the pillar? Nothing, just two iMacs. I got an iMac on one pillar and an iMac on another pillar. Could it be a Vizio TV? Yes. But what do you think about when you think about a Vizio TV? Walmart. Dated, horrible, cheap. I don't know. Yeah, Walmart. Exactly. And so I like having a 27 inch iMac on both things. And I literally pack up the one that I edited on at home and I'm like, oh, it's so annoying. But that's why you keep, keep the box. And I put each one up. Okay. 27 inch mm -hmm. iMac on both pillars. And it's just playing a slideshow of my 30 best images, 30 best images, not 40, not 50, not a hundred, not a blog post, not from one wedding, my 30 best images. And we can talk about what makes, you know, the images the best, but, um, 30 images. So, so now my booth has a place for people's eye to rest and to come in and, and to see, and to know there's only one thing that they got to remember. And that's me. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Well, we have a couple of questions here about the, the setup and the booth. Some people are asking, do you give, uh, sorry, Scott is asking, do you give fast clients any perks for attending the bridal show with you? Nope. Oh, oh, no. oh, I'm sorry. The ones who are working it. Yeah, the uh, ones yes, of course, of course. Yes, yes. Scott, like, like, like take care of your people, right, Scott? So I, I appreciate it. Scott, good to see you here, man. I, I, it's awesome, dude. I love seeing you uh, on Instagram really and on my Facebook Twitter. community. So it's rad to see you here, Scott. But um, yes, 100% take care of your people. And it's like, you know, it's like it, give more than you ask, right? right? So just reverse engineer that person. Do they want tickets to the Lakers game? Like then do that. Maybe that's out of your budget. That's fine. Go make them, if they're a past client, make them an album from their wedding or a dupe gown for the parent or, or make a canvas for them or pay them 15 bucks an hour. Like, I don't know, like take them out to dinner. My guess is they're just going to want to hang out with you, right? Hopefully if you've done your job right, they just want to hang out with you and you and you don't need to pay them $15 an hour because that feels a little weird. Uh, and you just get them something cool. Like you order them some prints, you hook them up, you do a shoot, like an anniversary shoot that year you know what i mean just like take care of them so yeah definitely Something nice yeah that's look uh liam asked you kind of talk about this but do you hand out papers or business cards so you do hand that hand out a little brochure you mentioned yeah, so it's not a brochure it's a five by seven card it's on it's on nice card stock and this is um it doesn't have a pricing on it it is not a business card it's not a small little business card we don't hand out business cards it is literally just a five by seven with our main banner image on the back says see why we're columbus's number one wedding photographer and then a link to our website fantastic and then you also mentioned that let's say you partner up with the florist with an event designer and they're also showing your images at their booth what do they have what do you give to other vendors to like showcase your work? Yeah. Um, anything that I've ever made for them in the past. Right. So like if it's a florist, I'm going to, and this is, this is part of the research phase and we, we didn't really get into this, but I'm actually going to bring to the event 
<clears throat> pardon me, I'm going to bring to the event, um, maybe, a, a an eight by 10 or, or, uh, something we do, we have, we do all of our own in-house printing now. So we, we print, we can matte frame stuff in our studio. So maybe I'll bring something nice framed up, maybe it'll be a canvas, but I'll actually bring it for them um, on a stand and I'll see like, hey, would this help uh, to display this? And I'll, I'll go down to each booth um, or all the vendors that I like with images that they could actually use at the event because most of the time they don't have images to use. Mm -hmm. And so it's, they're, they're like, oh yeah, that'd be great. And if they don't, then like, that's fine. Don't sweat it. You know, it's like a $10 print, just let it go. Awesome. That some, like, I'm mind blown, like a lot of good information. Now I can see like how you made all that money at the bridal show. And it, this is great. So I know we don't have much time. You have been extremely generous. And of course, you're not going to share every single detail. But the important thing to take away from here is not only that you have to have something that is displayed elegant and nice and clean, but also most importantly is the follow up that you need to do after the show. Sure. Let me ask you something. I mean, do you collect emails? Yes, yeah, so, because that needs okay. you need to have that for the follow-up. Yeah, 100%. Okay. And so, um, uh, you know, you can do a giveaway, but when I do a giveaway, I like to break the like the like the fourth wall of the curtain and be like, look, we've got this giveaway that I'd love to like sign you up for. But to be quite honest, I just want to shoot your wedding. I like I I that like I just want to shoot your wedding. So can I just text you this week? When you just like call it what it is, like, yeah, I've got this thing and it's kind of like bait and switchy, but like, to be honest, I just want to talk more about you and your wedding. Cause I think you're cool. And I'd love to shoot it. Can I just shoot you a text this week? And then you pull out your phone and they're like, oh yeah, I guess so. Or they're like, no, and then that's cool. You go find the next person. Um, but so we collect all of our, um, forms on our phone because okay. I, my favorite thing to do is, uh, it's in my back pocket and I'm talking to the person and I'm like, look. Uh, we don't do giveaways anymore. We used to do giveaways. I don't even do a giveaway anymore. So I just say, look, um, I would love to shoot you a text this week and, and learn more about what you're thinking for the wedding. Can I, can I, can I do that? Can I get your, your stuff? And they're like, yeah, cool. And so I pull out my phone and I've got my contact form pulled up. You can make a custom contact form. If your other one is, um, maybe it's too long, it's too lengthy and you just don't want to deal with that. I think some people's contact forms do get too long. Or if you just want to track the data a little bit more. Uh, and so you could use something like, you know, woo forms or whatever. Um, but I will uh, have them just fill out my contact form right on my phone. And then if I really like the person, I literally do this. I say, okay, you're going to get lost in the madness. And so I'm screen capping this because I really like you. And I'm going to make sure that you're a VIP for me. I'm going to contact you. And then you actually follow up with that. Not everybody gets that. That's not just like some BS thing that you do to everyone. It's like the people that I really like and I really connect with and I really want to shoot that wedding. I literally am like, I'm screen capping this right now. I'm actually going to shoot you a text right now with a little selfie because <laughs> I really want to talk to you this week, right? You got to create like an actual personal connection that like, here's the deal. We ask people like, how was the bridal show? What was like a big takeaway? You know, like, or why, you know, why, why did, uh, what stood out to you about, um, about us, about Stallone's story? Um, and it resounding, resounding. It is not your images is not your work. They will say it was you. It was you. So this is, you've got to bring the personality. You've got to, you've got to do it. Like no sitting down, no eating, bring the Red Bull, have a shit ton of mints in your pocket and you just got to bring it. Right. And so let's, as we talk about bringing it, I'm going to address this real quick. Um, the, the, the workflow is this, hi, have you found your wedding photographer yet? 
cool, maybe I'm him, shake hand, let me show you some work. Show them some work as it's scrolling on the page. Ask them, look, I could show you all work all day long, but like, what do you actually care about? They're gonna tell you what they care about. Cool, I wanna talk more with you. Can I get your information, shoot you a text this week? Rad, hand them the phone. Now this is where most people go wrong because most people sit there uh, awkwardly, photographers, or they abandon that person and they move on to somebody else. That, that bride or groom has somebody with them that is a supporter. And I need to tell you guys something about bridal fairs, bridal shows, bridal expos. That supporter is actually a main decision maker. They are a key component because the supporter is the person who's literally taking notes. If it's like a maid of honor, they're like taking notes on stuff. They're writing shit down. They're the one who, when they pour out the bag of junk after the bridal show, that supporter is going to be going to be like, you know what? Actually, I really like that guy. Or like, oh, what about this guy? They were really cool. They're going to be the voice in your client's ear in their mind, the back of their mind, continually ringing. And so as the bride's filling out the form, I go and I address them who everybody else ignores. Every damn vendor ignores the supporter, right? So I look at mom, I look at dad, I look at the fiance, I look at the maid of honor or the entourage and I say, how are you guys doing? Is this a little overwhelming or what? And they're like, yeah, it is. I'm like, well, look, what are you most excited about for this girl? You know, what are you most excited about? And then they tell me, Do you guys, like the amount of times that we've had bride, bride's moms openly cry at bridal shows because we asked them like, what are you most excited about mom? Is this your first, like, is this your first wedding? Is this your first daughter? Aww, I'm not blown. This is, this is such good information. When you do that, like they, they, they talk. It is a, it is an Andre. It is a collective. They communicate with each other and they will say, I like that Ben guy. You know, all the other photographers were fine. It was good work. But do you remember Ben? Like that guy. Okay. That is so good. So Ben, out of this, are you the only, like, let's say you have a bride and groom with you, helping you, you know, collect the people. Do you have anybody else from your team doing exactly what you are doing? Or you are yes. the person in charge of just doing all the final yep. talk? We have, we have at least three to four of us doing what I'm doing. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Because we have, we have a big team, you know, we got a lot to book. And That's also too, uh, let me rewind. When we say three, I also am doing like double booths. Mm -hmm. Like I'll okay. run out two booth squares. Okay. Right. So like, I'll do that. That is, that's, that's amazing. Like I am really like such great content. I am really like, you have really changed my perspective on bridal shows. Yeah. I'm sure like people in the chat, they're loving it. People said that they love it. That is brilliant stuff. People are liking this. So then, uh, what are you, uh, what are you loving this week? Doesn't have to be photography related. Well, look, um, we're, we're hosting Abundance, uh, the workshop. So we got, like I said, 20 photographers flying in from around the country, staying with us for four days. They're coming on Sunday. And so my mind is we're, we're really dedicated to, to these photographers who are committed to growing their business. And so um, I'm just really excited for that. Like this is the fourth year doing it. And it just, it gets like... It's, it's, it's like why I do all this. Like, like, look, I love live content. I love the podcast, but when I get to be like in the presence of people face to face, you know, um, for that duration of time, you, you don't just get to change businesses. You like, we really see like, I, I like, uh, if you take in enough of my content, you'll know I'm not just about numbers and I'm not just about business. Like I'm really about like hearts and like changing lives and bettering marriages. And like, we get to see that happen for 20 people, including myself. Like I am excited for this week because I know at the workshop, 
I'm going to become a better human because of the other 20 people. And I'm like looking forward to that. So I think that's what I'm jazzed about. That I'm, that's awesome. I am so, so happy. Uh, I'm so happy that you did this. We have just one question here. That question yeah. could be a complete other episode. So we're just going to give it like a quick roundup because I know you have things to do. And Arlene asked, what's the follow-up plan? Um, the follow-up plan, very briefly, uh, the follow-up plan is uh, at the bridal show in the attire that you're wearing, um, you uh, you take a picture of yourself. Right, <laughs> like that selfie <laughs> in the booth, in your booth, okay, and it, uh, so you do that, and you can hold like a, a piece of paper. I'll just use a sticky note for reference. You hold a piece of paper, poof, and you take a picture of yourself, and then in Photoshop, you write the person's name on that piece of paper, and the week after, you text it to them, and you say, "Hey, it's Ben from the Brado Show. I hope you made it out alive." And then you say, can I call you? And then you call them. That's awesome. Now, there's a lot more, but that's the, the that'll be like the very initial piece. Because when they're going to remember your face, they're going to remember you, they're going to remember your voice and your heart and your personality and your passion, and they're going to remember your space. And I'm going to make sure that I get that photograph in the background of it, right? Um, they're going to remember what you wore because I'm looking good on the, on the like I'm dressing to the nines at this thing, right? So, um, uh, but you text them, you text people. You don't email them and you don't call them right off the bat. You shoot them a text uh, that sets up a phone call. Awesome. Ben, I am so happy. So happy you did this. I mean, yeah. this is amazing. Where could people find you? Yeah. So a couple of things. First off, if you're going to be attending WPPI this year, I'm doing an entire masterclass that's going to do all like we're going to go into the entire thing, full detail, beginning to end. So an entire masterclass on bridal shows at right. WPPI. So if you're going to be at WPPI, there's only uh, I think I've got room for like 20 seats in the masterclass. And so uh, sign up and then get into my masterclass at WPPI. Uh, I think it's in March, February, end of February, beginning of March. Uh, if you if you're intrigued by this and you want to see more about it, so other than that, um, J Ben Hartley on Instagram. This letter J J Ben Hartley on Instagram. You can shoot me a DM if you have any questions or thoughts. I love engaging in a personal way on on Instagram. You could probably expect a video chat back from me. And then, um, but if you want to learn more about six figure photography and dive into like we've got this free seven day crash course and bridal shows are part of it. Uh, sixfigurephotography.com. Just letter. Uh, I'm sorry, S I X, not the number six figurephotography.com and jump into the seven day crash course. Cause I gotta tell you, it's really good. Like I'm just, I've, I've it's been around long enough and, and hundreds of photographers have gone through it. I know it's good uh, and it's free. So just go do it. I'm going to make sure that I add links to all of this. So it's easy for people to go find you, go yes. do that. Once again, thank you so much for doing these. I know you're super busy, but thank you for your generosity, for all the information. Uh, thank you for being a friend of the Tag Republic. Yeah, this is Red. Thanks for having me. <laughs> awesome. Okay, guys, thank you so much for watching. and I'll catch you very soon. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for the Tog Republic group on Facebook. Until next week.